So hi, Jim, how are you doing? Good morning, good, good. Good, so as we kick off this podcast, and and again, you know, we've been talking about this for a long time, so I, it's nice to see us always moving forward. I don't think we've ever taken any steps back. Um, but, you know, I think, I think we kind of stumbled on something and talking last week. Um, and I've been looking at a bunch of stuff over the past, you know, year as I continue to try to develop my businesses. And, and um, one of those things that came to me um, as I'm watching all these people kind of succeed in their, their side businesses um, was, you know, most people stop for certain reasons. And, you know, when people say side hustle, they always think of it as a hustle. They always think of it as something like they have to work extra hard on. And that usually deters them from accomplishing that goal, which was to put extra money in their pocket, you know, do a hobby, do something that could help them grow their business or grow their, 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 their income. But when they look at it that way, it's always like, yeah, but if I do that, it's going to spend, it's going to take me too much time. It's going to, you know, uh, impede me having fun. You know, it's not going to be fun anymore. And, and so, you know, how do we help people get over those hurdles that, that stop people 90% of the time? So I'll let you touch base a little bit on your thoughts on that. And then we'll dive into you know, your outline. Well, it's good. I've enjoyed watching you for many years as a coach. And, and some of what you pass on is mindset. How to set your mind in a way that allows you to do pretty challenging things. So if I was to um, talk about the, the stress part of starting a side hustle, a side business, Here's where my, my brain goes. Most of us, uh, in fact, I'm gonna say all of us are natural born problem solvers. I mean, from the time we're a baby till our last breath, there's some problem we have to solve. Interestingly, some of the time we come up with solutions to problems that we, we grab a hold of it and say, aha, I, I could sell this. And then, and then we don't, then we don't do it. And worse, the stress sets in, not because we had an idea, but because we had the idea and we're pretty sure it could solve a problem and we don't do it. And then we're mad at ourselves for months, if not years. And it's that de-stressing the mindset that I think you and I can be helpful to other people with examples, illustrations, uh, and, and literally show people how to solve problems. Yeah, I think that's the that's the big thing that we're touch base on right now is, you know, like I said, you know, we, we are, we're going to bring up an example today and obviously go through it. And, you know, I've just seen even in myself, I know when we used to talk, um, you know, at Corner Bakery and go through all these ideas that could or couldn't have and, and you tell me how great a coach I was and all the great things about me. There was so many times. Oh, true. <laughs> so many times where I would be like, yeah, but it, it, it takes me away from doing what I want to do. And I, even me, I, I took, it was really hard to get through that and break through that it is possible 
It's just finding the who maybe on how to help you solve those problems. Um, you know, we all have skill sets that are important. You know, you've, you've touched base on a lot of my coaching one, uh, you know, your skills are numerous when it comes to creativity on the business side uh, and, and, you know, follow through, especially, but, you know, there's probably always somebody out there that can help us get through that. If we can get past the hurdle of it's too much work, it's a hustle. That's why it's not a real business, you know? And when, when you, when you put those terms on it, it really does hurt you in solving those problems for people because you know <laughs> at the end it sounds such like such a good good idea but what you do with it <laughs> is the most important thing and if it's just remnant if it just becomes an idea and then you move on to another one well most of the time somebody else probably had that idea and took it to another level you know i mean there's so many instances in business where i'm sure people are like oh i had that idea but they just didn't follow through with it. And, Absolutely. And, and that happens all the time. And so if we could help people get through those hurdles of the reasons they're getting stopped, and I do believe that 90% is the mindset that you have going into it to be able to navigate through the, the, the hurdles that you have to jump through. It's not really just failures. It's just hurdles. You know, it's just like any yep. obstacle course, you know, it's, it's, it's almost like, you know, when we were in school and we just had to write a paper on a subject or, you know, um, study for a test, like it's just a problem and you got to solve it. And sometimes you got to do a little more work. Maybe sometimes you do a little less, but the real, pro the, the real solution is the, the solving the problem, right? That's the real answer well, to the test. Let me offer a couple of uh, tips. Um, when I see the roadblocks that people have to moving ahead, I really want to isolate two in particular. Uh, one is a lack of information. And so we end up saying, I I'm afraid I'll fail. And then if I can complete the thought, I'm afraid I'll fail because I don't have enough information. Yeah, I have an idea. And yeah, I solved my own problem. But I mean, but it's, it's more complicated than that, and it is. And the second one is that you look at your wristwatch and you say, oh, I, I don't even have time to do this. So one of those two is the reason we do ourselves in. Uh, when people ask Elon Musk, do you want college graduates or Harvard stars? He said, no, I want problem solvers. I don't even care if you have a college degree. So let's look at problem solving from those two perspectives real quick. Perfect. One is overcoming the fear. Here's some examples. You, um, you worry that the idea already exists and therefore you can't come up with that. What's that about? Um, fearing that you could get way too excited about this and you, you don't like being too excited when you don't know if you could do it. That's a weird one. Um, Believing that you don't have enough of the right experience, even though you solve the problem, you don't have enough of the right experience. You're not trained enough. You don't have the right credential. So you don't do it. And another one is, this is horrible, is that um, family, friends, associates, they're going to laugh at you. And some of them will. So um, let me jump ahead and talk about the second one. Um, 
if you think you don't have enough time, and, and really, realistically, most of us are really busy, busy people, then that's a signal not to give up, but to say from square one, I need help. So if you don't have the information, for instance, if you're saying, I don't know if somebody's already done this really well, you could spend all your time and do a Google search, or you could get a high school kid that lives down the street and pay him $10 to do a Google search that has these elements. And you might be saying, why would I do that? And my response is, why wouldn't you do it? Because this kid's saying, I'm going to make 10 bucks. I, I, I have a job. This person's hiring me to help them. So from square one, we can pursue helpers. Um, they can help us identify the problems that exist. They can help us look at the roadblocks to starting this business. Uh, I could go on and on and on, but I thought what we'd do today is spend a little time in telling you one that I set up in the last two weeks out of thin air. Yeah, let's, let's dive into this okay. example because, you know, this, this is what I want people to see, you know, because okay. I know how hard it is, even in my own head, to be fearful of all those things that you named and to also be like, I don't have enough time. And okay. those things are the two things. And to show how we can accomplish that in a two-week project, I think is amazing. Okay, and we'd be happy to make these available to people. For um, sure, we will. So I'm just going to call this example number one. This is a two-hour kayak tour. Now you might be saying, I don't like kayaking. I don't like water. It could be a bike tour. Let's don't get stuck on the, the kayak end of it. So, um, but okay, overcoming the fears. Does the businesses already exist? They're doing kayak tours. There are dozens of them. So just pick one that looks interesting and study it. But the, and, and the, good, the good part about that, right, is, and, and this is what we always overlook, everybody's already doing it, right? Yeah. yeah. But that, that's actually a good thing sometimes, which means there's a necessity for it. There's a reason people are doing it. So it means there's, there's, a, there's a market for it, which makes it even a better idea if you can launch Absolutely. it again. Okay, here comes the next one. Um, I don't want to get too excited about this. Wait a minute. Who says you're going to lead most of these tours? We're going to get into the details, but you're going to have somebody else lead the tour. So you don't even need to be that excited. Uh, sure, you'd like to see it happen. Um, you don't have the right experience. Uh, this is the, the tour we set up. Um, took me about two hours to set it up. Honest, um, it's only a one and a half mile paddle, but you're going to take two hours to get there, and it's in safe waterway. There's these all over the country, all over the world. Um, family and friends will laugh at you, uh, yeah, but for each person that will criticize or, or sort of belittle you, even in jest, there are five people who are going to say, yeah, I could, could I do some of those tours? So in terms of overcoming that fear, there isn't that much to overcome. When you start looking at what's the problem of doing a kayak tour, I'm gonna to challenge you for a second, Conley. We haven't rehearsed this. Um, what would be the problem of an elderly woman kayaking who's never paddled before, even for a mile and a half? 
what might be a problem? I mean, I'd worry she'd fall in. I'd worry she'd run out of steam. Uh, I'd worry I'd be sued for millions of dollars. Those would be just some of the things I'd be worried about. Okay, here's a quick solution. Put her in a two-person kayak with somebody that's experienced. So if you have an, four two-person kayaks, that's eight people that can go paddling at a time. And for every one person that has some challenge, they're afraid of the water and so on, they want to bring their camera. They don't even want to paddle. They just want to take pictures of birds. Right. Uh, that, that probably could be fine using tandem kayaks. Um, what's this business about um, involving other people and doing the work? There are high school, college kids who love to paddle. And if they haven't learned to paddle, they can learn to paddle. Uh, you probably want a kid that's pretty conversational that could um, carry on an interesting script. If you sort of coach them to say, here's the things I want to point out. This is a little bit of the history, not too much. Here's about the birds. Here's about the waterway, those kinds of things. And, um, and, and it's also it something, I mean, in that line, you go on a, a, a practice run, right? You take your recruits out yeah. on a practice run, point out this, point out that. And this is what you're going to talk about. I mean, I do it with my basketball training. Obviously, if I hire a new coach, I'm going to tell him I want to work on this, I want to work on that. Um, you know, this is what to look for. So, exactly. So, now here's the, here's the big one, where you lack information and you also lack help. Uh, how are you going to draw attention to this? You want to do a two-hour kayak uh, paddle tour uh, in the protected waterway. Because I would but, say, I would say the first thing I say, who's going to come? Like, where am I going to get people to do it? I'm yeah, stand yeah. out. On, I'm going to stand gonna, out on the water. I'm going to stand yeah. out on the water and just put up a sign. How am I going to get my first customer? Well, because I have a little experience in doing this, I thought, who do I know that has worldwide audience that would allow me to advertise for free that would create the framework while, that I could post something about a, a, a paddling tour? And I discovered Airbnb. I don't even like Airbnb. I'm sorry. <laughs> but but they have a neat thing. So they'll say, if you don't rent houses, you could still do an adventure. So if you look on Airbnb's website, you're going to find this two-hour kayak paddling tour that we just posted. It has four pictures, none of which I took. It has the details about this. So I basically fill this in and now it's live, not just to Seattle, Washington, but to the world. So what's the likelihood that I can get eight paddlers starting in May? So I'm gonna give you four or five quick numbers right here and bear with me. I, we, my helpers are gonna do as Airbnb now shows, and please do look it up, that we're gonna do tours starting in May yeah, through let's September. Put a Let's let's put a link in the in the notes to this so we can we can do okay that. show you a okay so Airbnb um, it's Friday Saturday weekends every weekend May through September four tandem kayaks up to eight people at a time each person will pay one hundred and twenty dollars in advance on PayPal. They will arrive with their own transportation to this site. 
I know you're saying, yeah, but there's some details here. Um, the boats will be there. They'll get a quick lecturette on how to paddle. We'll put them in the boats. And then we'll have a little bit of a trial run just to, in a safe waterway. And then we begin the adventure. So eight times 120 is $960 gross. From that, we're gonna take $50 for a kid that's got a truck that can deliver the kayaks at point A and pick them up at point B. If you're saying $50, that's too little, then, then you adjust the pay. That's what the site shows. And what if you don't wanna do the tours? Get a high school or college kid that loves being around people, that's conversational and say, we will train and orient and pay you $90 per, per tour. So we start off with 960, we give up $50. We're gonna give up $90 for the person doing the tour. Oh, wait a minute, I forgot the boats. I forgot the boats. Are you gonna go out and buy four tandem kayaks? No, and this is where it gets interesting. This is where you need information. There are kayak rental places all over the world. So you're gonna make a contract with them and say, I wanna lease for three hours on Friday and Saturday over a period of time, use kayaks, not fancy ones, and the gear. And let's make a deal because I'll do it predictably. Even if it rains, I'll still pay you. And um, even if I only have four people, I'll still pay for all four boats. And let's say you charge me $20 per boat per hour for three hours. And if you run all those numbers, it means that for each kayak tour, um, I would make $650. And I didn't even lead the tour. For those of you saying, I don't like this guy. I like Conley, but I don't like Jim. <laughs> I'm not trying to gouge anybody. This is called fun. It's solving problems. I've left out a lot of problems that, that could be solved by this, but I'm saying, if you don't have the time, there's a solution involving help. If you don't have the information, there's a solution involving getting information and getting the resources. And you're not sitting back doing nothing. You, you worry some, you fret some, but if you did this those five months, just to finish the numbers, mm -hmm. if you did eight tours a month for five months, you would make about $4,500 a month or over the season, you would garner about $22,000 net. I know we haven't talked about taxes. We haven't talked about legal issues. We haven't talked about a number of things, um, but that's, these but are that's all just, manageable. Yeah, that's just coming up with the idea, solving a problem for people on vacation or renting us, you know, they're on Airbnb, they're renting a property, they wanna go do some sightseeing and they like being on the water. And, and this, this is where I think most people get stuck. And I think over the course of this podcast and, and the future of it, we're really going to try to de-stress it, make it more possible and plausible for us, basically, me included, because I've done it many times, to get out of our own way. I mean, that's the goal here is how do you get out of your own way, have the confidence that you can do it? Does it take some trial and error at times? Yes. But I do believe, you know, 
as, as this side hustle business world has been created, it's kind of gotten a bad rap about being hard, being something you have to really, you know, hide and struggle with to make it work. And, it, you know, hopefully with these episodes that we do, um, we can show people that there's always a solution to the problems that come up with your side business. So don't give up on your goals without even trying to find the information and figuring out how to make it work because it's probably possible and it's probably easier than you actually think. One last thing I'd like to mention. Uh, I described the kayak paddling experience as a problem to be solved. In fact, it's really a fun problem to be solved. And so when a lot of us are saying, I like to create new adventures in my life, I'd like to try paddling. If you discover that it was really fun for you to do it, maybe that's all the proof that you need. You don't have to be a seasoned paddler. So all of the things I've described in a nutshell are pretty doable. It doesn't take rocket science to um, have a fun to our paddling adventure. And if you doubt the, the credibility, see how this evolves during the summer. I predict yeah, it succeeds. I mean, I mean, we'll definitely come back and visit it um, as we go forward okay. for sure. Because okay. I think we'll have a lot of these projects and, and things come up in, in these conversations. And, you know, I think we've had many before too, which is, uh, you know, I think it's great that we're finally putting these online because I think people can get a lot of value out of not being intimidated, having all those, um, those fear and, and, you know, fear of failure and all the, the things you brought up of at, at the beginning um, because there are solutions out there. It just really, as goes back to what you're talking about with me, your mindset is so important, you know? And again, you know, most people, and, you know, we can talk about individuals at some point too, but even in my life, there's been times where I like somebody will bring me a great idea or give me an idea. You did it in the past. And I'd be like, yeah, but this, 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 happen and so there's no way i can make that happen you know instead have, of finding the solution do we have time for me to take we about out of time no we got time let me let me mention five side gigs that you could do audience you could do um and make maybe two thousand dollars a month and spend no more than perhaps 10 hours a week using helpers with good information Student to student tutoring. Most kids at school that want tutoring can't get it. Number two, safety systems for nervous homeowners. A lot of people worry about prowlers, especially nowadays. You could do solar light installs at strategic places near their home. And the light is usually enough to discourage an intruder for coming. You can also install solar uh, video systems that you can just use on your phone. Really simple. Squeaky wood floor removal. You can, for especially elderly people or apartment situations where they can't rent a space very well because the floor squeaks so much, you can remove floor squeaks pretty easily. Number four, I'm going to say a two-hour bike adventure. There's all these senior citizens in nursing homes that would love to have somebody ride them in a tricycle 
in a like a basket on the mm -hmm. front or on the e-bike. Great opportunity. Uh, and the last one is what I call fast fix. There's plenty of homeowners that don't know how to change a furnace filter, which you're supposed to do every three months. Coated door locks. A lot of us hate our where we can't find our keys or we don't want to fish it with keys. And the third one is ceiling fan installs. A lot of us don't have AC or our heater doesn't work well in the winter. Uh, a ceiling fan can push the warm air down in the winter and pull up the hot air in the summer. And it's easy to do. None of these require uh, credentials or top end expertise. That's great. Um, yeah, and I, 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 you know, I'll list these in the notes and, and the concept of our show and it will be, you know, basically we'll try to brainstorm ideas. Um, you know, I hope over time we'll get people to make comments and, and ask us questions that we can kind of help them with their problems over time. Um, but, you know, I think, you know, the, the goal here is understanding that these side businesses can be fun. They don't have to be intimidating. Everybody can do them. And it just takes a little initiative to get over that fear and that disbelief that you are not capable of making a business. Um, and and that's, that's the bottom line. How do we overcome these little things, even if we're super busy, right? You know, maybe you just want to start something that donates time to people. Um, and maybe you don't even have time to do that. Maybe you want to outsource something like, uh, you know, a foundation or something. There's, there's so many possibilities in our life. You know, one of the big things that we always do is say there's not enough time, right? And, and that's got to be a goal of your to know that there's more than enough time for all the things that you, you want to happen. And who knows if one of these side hustles pays off and takes off, you might create a business that you don't even need to be at to run and make enough money to be successful and create even other uh, uh, more, more of your great ideas can come out and, uh, and help you achieve your goals. So. Absolutely. So that's it for today. Um, if, I really appreciate you being on, Jim. Um, we're going to make this a regular thing. And uh, I think we got a lot to offer people um, along the way. Um, I've always been so impressed with your insight, um, your ability to just see things so clearly and easily, um, which most of us make a very complicated in our lives. And so, Absolutely. again, our goal is to decomplicate it, de-stress it, and make creating side businesses fun um, and giving people an opportunity to have more fun in their lives by doing this. So thanks so much for being on, Jim. Appreciate yep. it. And uh, I'm definitely looking forward to next time because uh, I think these things are going to be amazingly helpful and just fun because I love uh, being on the phone with you. So Me thanks too. a lot, Jim. Okay, take care. All right. Let's